Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help validate and support those who are or have been in my shoes and to help spread awareness of what these kinds of relationships can look like. Today, I'm going to talk to you about breadcrumbing. I want to talk to you about some of the craziest things that were offered to me as breadcrumbs that I ate up. <laughs> like, you know, like this was life-sustaining, incredible, and now looking back, I'm like, oh, this is really embarrassing. I'm going to embarrass myself so that you don't feel so alone because it's pretty crazy. It's pretty bad. The things that we learn in trauma-bonded relationships to tolerate. So before we dive in, a little disclaimer, I am just off the back end of uh, the flu. So I'm going to try not to cough during this recording, uh, but please bear with me if I'm like struggling because this is the first day that I'm up and vertical. I'm out of bed. Uh, my fever is, my temperature is below 100, so I'm just um, doing my best. I actually have the window open because I'm still just like, temperature is just like all over the place, um, but we're doing it. We're going to get there. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, and, uh... Let's see, what else? Uh, I guess that'll be um, my struggle for this week's struggles and successes. My struggle is that um, I got home from a solo trip while my son was traveling with his dad for Christmas, and I had a good like day or two of feeling okay, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was a good four days of being in bed, and I, I slept for four days. It was really nasty. Um, it was about as bad as when I had COVID earlier this year. So it was my second just like down for several days sickness. Um, it was really yucky when you're a mom. Um, I'm very lucky that I have someone else who was able to take care of him while I was sick. Not everyone has that. So y'all take care of yourselves. It's really yucky out there. I know I am one who has a really poor immune system. I know there's a lot of us out there, um, autoimmune disorders, um, folks who are just like really struggling to stay healthy and yeah, take care of yourselves. My success is that I did just come back from my first solo trip. Um, I have done some solo travel, um, meaning without my son, because usually I do travel with my son, but I was going to visit people. I was going mostly to Mexico City to visit my friend, um, friends there. Um, but this was the first time that I booked a trip. I was going to somewhere that I've never been before. Um, I went to Copenhagen and I popped over to Sweden and had no plan you know, wasn't meeting anyone there and it was incredible. It was super rewarding and empowering. And, um, I'm absolutely going to do it again. I'm going to try to make that a goal for me to have a solo trip to a new and random place. Um, if not every year, every other year, because I think that, I think that that's a really important thing to do, especially as moms, I'm going to say parents to be inclusive, but, um, we, feel like we can't do those things for ourselves and not everyone is going to have travel as their thing. That's just my thing. 
but we feel guilty. We feel like, why, you know, if I'm going to travel, I'm going to travel with my kid. And that is usually the case. Usually I am going to go with him. But again, I, I think that we learn a lot about ourselves. And then of course, like I got to do all the things that I wouldn't do with him. And I also got to rest a lot. So yeah, it didn't matter. Still came home, got sick, whatever. <laughs> all right, let's dive in. Um, I'm really struggling here. I'm so hot in my short sleeves with the window open in winter. Ugh, being sick is no joke. All right. I'm sorry. Let's do this. Okay. So the craziest bread crumbs, this is going to be like the long version of the TikToks when they're like, here's five things that you shouldn't do when you have, I don't know, whatever. So these are just the ones that I wrote down. I'm sure there's a lot more of them, but like, it's crazy looking back how these are the moments. And like, I would document them because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so special because what happens with breadcrumbing. And if you don't know what breadcrumbing is, I do have an entire episode that I believe I recorded almost a year ago. I think it was like last this February. Um, it's essentially like, so when you start dating an abusive person, they give you the whole bakery. Now that I say that, I think the episode is called like from feast to famine because even the whole bakery, they're in fact, like serving up like custom orders to you. They're like, what kind of bread do you like? Here you go. And you're like happy and good and you're satisfied all the time. And then they start to take it away, but it's slow at first. And then all of a sudden they take it all away and you're getting nothing. And then they're just giving you a little bit, a little bit. And then they stretch it out. And then you're constantly looking for that breadcrumb. You're constantly looking for the next one. And you get to the point where like bar is on the floor. Bar is below the floor. It is, you know, under the earth It is gone. And you learn to think of those breadcrumbs as good things. Like, so if I were to tell a friend well, now that I'm going to say this, I feel like it's so normal to tolerate so little in relationships. Like, and then if we complain about it, I'm, and I'm saying this because when I do share things on my TikTok, people are like, you're just so ungrateful. You should be grateful because they don't really understand what abuse is. And it's so normalized. So what I was going to say was like, if I were to tell a friend, you know, like I haven't been happy, um, you know, they don't really pay attention to me. And then they did this one thing. And then the friend who's in a healthy relationship, let's say is like, oh, okay, well, you know, if that makes you happy, like, you know, they're, they're just kind of like, that's, that's it. That's it. And again, like a lot of us, like when we're in abusive relationships, we aren't expecting them to like buy us a car. We aren't expecting them to do anything amazing. We we've given up on these dreams of this happy, healthy, you know, what we thought the relationship was when we started it. We just want like this we just want them to glance in our direction, which again, it sounds so crazy and it sounds so pitiful, but that's what happens with breadcrumbing. So one of the craziest ones was the tomato plant. So I had talked about wanting to grow tomatoes in my garden that summer. Um, I had a lot of like little things that I wanted to do. Um, when I was unhappy, it was like, and I do like tomatoes. I would love to have a garden. Um, it was just like, Oh, I, I want to have this tomato garden. And in my mind, when they showed up with a tomato plant, I was like, they listened, they heard me, they brought me the tomato plant. But what really happened was we had gotten into a physical fight. Now I'm going to rephrase that. 
that's how I learned to talk about it when we were in the relationship, because that's how they would say it. We got into a physical fight. They physically harmed me. They physically abused me. And in order to fix that and make me forget what had happened and what was really going on in our relationship, when they went to the grocery store, they saw a tomato plant, thought, oh, Lindsay's been talking about tomato plants. I'll get her this tomato plant, bring it home. She'll forget about it. I literally took a picture when I opened the door, they knocked on the door. And here's the weird thing about that. Now, this is the first time that I've thought about this is that they had one bag of groceries in their arm. They had one bag of groceries. They had a tomato plant. They set the tomato plant down and knocked on the door. So like, if it wasn't for attention, you would just set the tomato plant down, open the doors, you know, pick it up, walk in, close the door behind you. They called my attention to the door to come to see that they had brought me this tomato plant. Like, this is the thing about the breadcrumbing is quite often it's made out to be this massive deal. Look at this tomato plant. Look how much I love you. Forget about this horrendous way that I physically harmed you. And it doesn't even have to be physical abuse, y'all. Um, whatever happened yesterday, whatever name I called you, however I threatened you, whatever I did to abuse you is now forgotten because here's your tomato plant that you've been wanting. Aren't I so sweet? I'm such a good partner. I really care about you. I took a picture and I probably wrote it in my journal because I had a journal that was like literally gaslighting myself, like trying to write down each and every kind thing that they did. I would take pictures. They would like, there's, my phone was full. They're, they're deleted now, but it was full of pictures of them. Like with like, like, their hand barely touching my leg like this. And I'm like, they're touching me. It's not, no, that is a breadcrumb. That's not a healthy relationship. So don't be like me. Don't settle for the tomato plant. In a healthy world, in a healthy relationship, absolutely, that's sweet. If I were to mention that I would like a tomato plant and my healthy partner grabs one for me on their way home from the store, and they know that I prefer an organic one, or they know that I want the blush tomato because that's what my mom grows and it reminds me of my mom because they're actually listening to me and they actually care. That's sweet. That's not a breadcrumb. That's just a thoughtful partner. It's very different. Also, the thoughtful partner probably isn't going to draw so much attention to it. Hope you take a picture, make you come to the door to be like, voila. Okay, next one. So for a very long time, I had... Um, wanted my partner to write me a note. I was like, just write me like when I'm at work, like sit down and like, doesn't have to be special. It doesn't need a love note. It doesn't have to be a poem. Just like write me like, Hey, you know, I thought about you today. And like, it, this is like, some people would be like, you're expecting too much. Not everyone's a writer, but they claim to be like this well-read, well-written, like English major who writes and all this stuff. And like, they, they're like, yeah, I used to write before I met you. Like, write me something. Just write me something. If you think of me. And no, I didn't nag. I was just was like, would you write me something? Like, I'll write you something. You write me something. Let's write each other. Like, I remember getting us a journal. I was like, let's write. So what they did was write on a napkin. On a napkin. Not again. Some of y'all are like, that's so sweet. It wasn't like sweet. We're at a restaurant. Uh, we just met, you know, not too long ago. And, and we're going our separate ways. And it's a movie. And they're going to write me this sweet note, like, think of me, see you next week. I don't know. I'm not a romantic person, but, um, it was like, Hey, I'm, I don't remember what it said, but I took a picture of it. 
So one of the things that I want you to pay attention of is like, are you doing like I did where you are so starved for like human connection that each time that they do something for you, that again is like below the bare minimum. Like I'm going to satisfy this thing that you've been asking for or that you mentioned or whatever, but I'm going to do it in such a sloppy way that it's like, it's a breadcrumb. Again, if I were to make this into a TikTok, if I said, this, this is a breadcrumb, men, I'm going to call out the men because it's always men because they don't know that I'm a lesbian and they don't know that I'm actually raising awareness of abuse in a queer relationship or in all relationships, but they feel targeted and they're like, you know, women are always complaining about that. You know, we're not doing enough. That's that person like went out of their way to write on a, on a napkin for you. Y'all, we have to stop normalizing. Like, no, I don't think that we have to have people like spending all this money on us and like every day doing all this. I'm not a princess. I'm not someone who like, I'm not going to do all that nice stuff for you either. I'm tired. I'm a mom. I have a full time. I have several careers. Like, I'm not going to do that for you either all the time, but like, let's try to be healthy. You know, let's not breadcrumb each other and like abuse each other. Breadcrumbing is actually part of the abuse cycle. So yeah, writing it on a napkin to be like, see, I wrote you something. Okay, cool. And I, I took it, you know, I took that picture. One day uh, we were in a, I, I don't remember, like there would be things that I would want to do and they'd be like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm like, okay, okay. So I went and I took my son to the marina and they knew I was at the marina and I'm like sitting there, I'm enjoying my son. It's like a quiet time, but I'm also just like melancholy because I'm like, man, I have this partner, but like we literally never do anything together. Like they never want to do anything with me. And again, I've been called out for that too, that like I wanted too much and that partners don't have to do everything. They're very different things. And so they showed up at the marina and they were video, they were recording me as they approached me from behind. And I stand up, I'm like making a video of my son, turn around and I'm like, oh my gosh. And they record my surprise reaction. Again, they're recording that they surprised me at the marina because they originally didn't want, you know, made a big deal of not going with me. Again, it's recorded. Attention is drawn to what they're doing. This is a breadcrumb. This is not a genuine kind gesture. This isn't, I had some stuff I was really stressed about. I had to get it done. Now I'm going to come hang out with you. Now that we're at the marina, do you guys want to do something else? Let's go get some ice cream. It was, all right, here's a breadcrumb. You seemed really upset when you left instead of, you know, I'm going to make you forget all about it by just doing this one little thing. I'm going to record it and you're going to be fine. You're going to let this go. The last one that I'm going to talk about is the birthday video. And this is along the same lines of the things that I just mentioned was, you know, I realize that you're unhappy. I realize that again, you went off. It was your birthday. You took your son to go do this thing alone because I made a big deal out of not going. Again, a lot of people are like, that's fine that they didn't want to go, but to then go and make a big deal recording my reaction, you know, having a little scattering of like last minute stuff. Again, I realize that to the outside, you know, to an outsider, to someone who hasn't experienced abuse, I sound like a brat. I'm like, they threw me a birthday party and they recorded it. Like, in a healthy world, like that's what we would want. Oh my gosh, you surprised me. You stayed home because you were 
trying to plan this birthday surprise for me that's so sweet but to the trained eye this is a breadcrumb <laughs> this is an abusive person trying to buy their way out of your hurt your anger your resentment your thinking that you might want to get out of this relationship they're tossing you this little piece of nothing to gaslight you into thinking that you're happier than you are, that the relationship is better than it is, that they treat you better than they do, and that you should be happy with what you have. Breadcrumbing is yucky. Breadcrumbing is not healthy. It's not enough to sustain a relationship. It's not a good sign if you're taking pictures of all the nice things that they do for you because it's so shitty in all the other times in between the breadcrumbs. And it's not a good sign if they're drawing a lot of attention to these tiny little things. But I did for you. Look what I did. For the first time ever, I got the kind of milk that you like at the store instead of the kind that I like. I don't drink milk. I was just, I just made that up. Look what I got you. Drawing all the attention to it. Making a big deal so that you remember that instead of remembering the bruise they left on your leg. Or remembering the massive fight argument eight hour argument you had yesterday i hope this helps um it is like i said it's like embarrassing to be like okay yeah i forgave them doing that over a tomato plant or i you know i stayed for how much longer because they gave me that tiny little three lines on a napkin it's embarrassing but i hope that this helps you realize that you're not alone this is part of being in a trauma bond, that confusion, that um, not really understanding what's going on, not really understanding that that is actually abuse, that you do deserve better than that, um, and that a healthy person isn't going to do that to you. A healthy person, no, hopefully, they're not going to buy you a gift every single day. They're not going to write you a poem every single day, but they're going to do thoughtful things periodically throughout the relationship. It's not only going to be during hard times when they feel you pulling away from them to again buy your love back. If you have any questions about breadcrumbing, go back and listen to that other episode that I mentioned, the feast or famine episode. Um, and again, I'm always here. I'm always available. If you have questions, you can find me at the Lindsay Goodman across all social media. Hip, we are doing fine. I just made it worse. Um, I'm the Lens Goodman on Twitter. Uh, you can go to my website, thelindsaygoodman.com. I do offer one-on-one -on -one trauma recovery coaching. If this sounds like something that you might want to work through, you can go to my website and go to the coaching tab and book an appointment with me there. Um, that's what I'm here for. I really want to help people understand what they're going through, get out of their situations, and hopefully start the healing process because it's not easy. It's not something that we want to like white knuckle it through. I did a lot of my um, beginning phases of leaving my abuser on my own with no support. I don't want that for you. So yes, definitely please reach out if you need help. Um, and if not, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I'm really proud of myself for getting this episode in on a day that I'm still feeling kind of yucky. So thanks for bearing with me on that. And I will see you all next week.